Knock it out the park, you ain't slam dunking the stats. That's shoot the breeze. Next man up with ice water in they vein. Throwing the Hail Mary from football to Halley hooping. Basketball a winner's a win, and that's shoot the breeze. So if you insist, pass the baton in a relay race. A full court pressure opponent to be the GOAT. On a Monday morning, quarterback football jack. Next time you cross the goal line, that's shoot the breeze. And maybe then, only then, you may be able to take one for the team or spend to pitch a curve to the ball and baseball you ain't no home run you ain't no touchdown you ain't no three-point shot unless you tune in shoot the breeze watch and learn from this marathon aim for your shot and pass this along the ball is in your court or did you lose a step at the crossover crossover and cross to get a feel of that and that's shoot the breeze what's going on bro it's football sunday hey man I'm back. Back with another episode of Shoot the Breeze. This is the first episode of Sizzling Sundays. You know what I'm saying? And what is Sizzling Sundays, man? Usually on Sundays, you know, you have to cook a big breakfast, you know, have a big dinner. But when it's football season, you're going to have big foods, big games, big this, big that. So everything's going to be big on football Sizzling Sundays. All right. All right. So good morning to everybody that's watching. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Sizzling Sundays edition. Look, every week, every Sunday, I'm going to try to bring you one of those fire Sizzling Sunday episodes where I'm going to have one of the faithfuls and hopefully one of the opposing team's components on this show. And they're going to chef you up. What does that mean? Oh, man, they're going to cook. All right. And they're going to cook. They're going to cook. They're going to make a drink. They're going to have a, a drink. They're going to have a, uh, a entree. And last but not least, some type of dessert. But it has to be inspired by the city in which their team represents, represents, represents. What's good, Marquette? What's good, Al? Y'all ready, Miss Deb? It is football Sunday. I hope that's not too loud for your ears. I tried to back up from the mic, but I am super excited because at 4 p.m., the 49ers are hosting the Arizona Cardinals, all right? So I have a special guest who's coming on here. <laughs> I do love you. It is 6 a.m. on the West Coast, guys. And for those that are tuning in to me on the West Coast, I truly appreciate you. Listen, I got to get through the formalities first while we wait for our special guest to come on, who's also on the West Coast. But he's been up. He said, I'm ready, yo. He said, he got me. He's going to he's gonna be on. He said, he doesn't matter. He wants to get on the show. He wants to represent. And I love that. Listen, if you are listening to the podcast, please make sure you're hitting that five-star rating on Apple podcast they actually have a rating where you click on the five stars all right and then you can go ahead and write a cool review you can write great you can write not great just put five star i don't care i just want to see the five stars the more five stars the better you are hey i like that i'm starting to sound like my brother mike with the rhyming <laughs> all right listen listen you can follow me on facebook at shoot the breeze you know me as wayne breezy but i'm trying to brand a new brand and i'm trying to do this podcast dead right so it is at shoot the breeze i do need to change something up actually you can follow on ig at shoot the breeze pod tv please give a follow on ig i'll be posting different types of things different things going on with different events that has to do with sports entertainment obviously pop life right pop life hey what's going on in that world my bad i'll be in my prince mode i know it's sunday i'll be in church mode a little a little soon i'll be in church mode all right listen you can follow me on ig at shoot the breeze pod tv all right uh, I'm not going to put the Twitter handle up there yet because it has been changed, but if you, you'll you see it soon. All right, listen, if you're listening to on Anchor, Anchor, where you can get it on all the digital platforms for your ears, right? You won't be able to see it on Anchor, but you can definitely listen. Listen, go to anchor.fm backslash shoot the breeze pod TV, 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 TV. I can make my own echo, but I like doing echo, you know, manually. You know what I'm saying? I can add the echo. It's pretty cool. Like I did it on another Benigner show the other night. And I was like, oh, snap. Forgot I could do that. All right, listen, I have some apparel. I'm not rocking the face masks. I've been in the house all day. But you see, we got some cool face masks, right? They go like this. You know what I'm saying? And then and then they do muffle you a little bit, but you can get a cool shoot the breeze face mask and anything else you want on shoot the breeze by going to www.teespring.com backslash shoot dash the dash breeze dash 
apparel all right you can go ahead and get your favorite shoot the breeze apparel in any color and being that it's hoodie season you're definitely going to want to rack up and get you a nice nice comfortable hoodie for hoodie season because it doesn't matter if you're on the east coast west coast worldwide it's going to get chilly right i've been out to california plenty of times especially up north and around this time when i'm out there i'm like yo what i came to california why is it cold you know what i'm saying why is it cold listen my man Callie says I couldn't sleep a lick. I'm too anxious, bro. I don't sleep on game days. I don't even play anymore. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I can't sleep either. I'm I'm ready. I got the butterflies in the stomach. I'm ready to tip up. Matter of fact, I'm ready to the clock read 0.00, right? I'm I'm anxious, I'm nervous. I what are we going to see today? I don't know, but that's what we're going to talk about, man. Listen, make sure you guys tune in at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you guys are tuning into the Nothing But Niners channel because we're going to be doing the pregame show where we're going to give our, you know, overs and unders and all that kind of good stuff and, you know, all that great stuff. All right. So make sure you definitely tune into the Nothing But Niners channel at 3 p.m. so you can get in on that. This show, though, we're going to be talking about some foods. We're going to be talking about some things. What's going on? We're going to preview a little bit of the matchups. We're going to kind of go back and forth on like who's going to do what. You know, I got things broken down. I got people broken down by positions and, and things like that. And you know what I'm saying? And uh. This should be a relatively good show. I want to know what you're excited to see today, though. What are you excited to watch or witness? Do you guys think it's going to be a blowout? Do you guys think it's going to be, you know, a close game? You know, really, really, really do you see some type of blowout, though, right? When it comes to a divisional opponent, it's really a blowout. Like maybe a 10-point lead, maybe something like that. But it's never really like 34, 17. Like it hasn't been like that since the 90s. You know what I'm saying? So what do you guys think it's going to be? Those that are tuned in, like, what do you guys think the score is going to be on this football Sunday? What's crazy is I'm super excited, right? I'm I'm excited not to not just for 49ers football at one o'clock when the tip off tips. I'm trying to have like 15 different TV. I know there's a channel. I know. But I, I want to watch like every game simultaneously. Is it impossible? Yes. Can I do it? No. Will I do it? Yes, I will figure it out. I got every I got about 14 devices in this house. I got about 15, 14 laptops, two cell phones. I'm going to have something on every channel because I want to know what's going on. And I know I could watch Red Zone because Red Zone just truncates it for you and they show you the scoring plays, you know. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what teams are going to do at the beginning of today, like one o'clock games. Like I'm really excited. And if you're not excited about the one o'clock games, I know you're super tuned in to the four o'clock games. All right. The four o'clock games, obviously the only one we care about is the one that's, you know, in the backdrop. Right. And then Monday got a couple of games too. Monday night football. There's two games on Monday night football. I believe Nick and I on Friday's show, we gave our picks. Let me see if I can go through my picks again. Um, like who I picked to win as we wait for our special guest who's going to come on, man. Let's, he, he, he's he been chefing, you know. He's not battling anybody today, but I can't wait to see what type of dishes, you know, he created. And I, I told him only three things. I guarantee you this brother went all out because that's what he do, that's what he does. And just a for, uh, you know, a background on our story, you know what I'm saying? I met this guy, really cool guy, at a football game. I bet you'll never, ever be able to guess the game. So I'm going to tell the story uh, about how we met and how we became brothers the day we met. And it's so cool. And this is the one when when I ask about a fan base, I don't think in football there's no better fan base than the 49er faithful. Now, when we get down, we get in our lows, we be low. But when we be in our highs, we are all the way high. There's never really like a middle ground, right? Where, you know, Callie said, yo, man, I, I couldn't sleep. Like, there's no middle ground for 49er fans. You're, you're either all in or you're 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 all out, right? Like, you're either talking bad about the team or you're really bigging up the team. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the way we met was super cool. So we were at the last game at Candlestick Park. The last game at Candlestick Park. and. If you were at that game, or if you were watching the game on TV, you would know that, Callie, this refers to you. You want to talk about butterflies or knots in your stomach? Look, I was wide awake, and I felt like I was, I was, I didn't know what to do with myself because we we almost didn't win that game. 
I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember. We were playing the Atlanta Falcons, right? And we almost didn't win that game. And it wasn't to the end of the game. Matt Ryan drops back. He throws. Navarro Bowman intercepts the pass. And I'm saying to myself, this can't be happening, but it's happening. I get lightheaded when I scream too much. So if you see me pass out later on today from screaming, from cheering, whatever, it's because I just need a minute to like recoup or whatnot. But listen, Navarro Bowman intercepted that pass and he took it all the way to the house. And for that, we created the pick at the stick, the pick at the stick. And that game, my wife and I, that well, before we were married, that's the, you know, that's when I was out there. And I, you know, I said, I said on that day, look, I, I asked her mom and dad for their hand in marriage or whatever like that. Cause I knew I wanted to marry her. I wanted to do it at the game, but I was too caught up into the game. So it didn't happen at that game. It happened a little bit later. Uh, I'd be on a different podcast, but this is how I met my man, my brother, Donnie. Right. So he was sitting a couple of seats. I think, I can't remember if it was behind us. I think it was behind us. And I saw people with the, the you know, the stickers on them. And I was like, man, I want a sticker. He's like, oh, you want some stickers? I was like, yeah. So he gave me two stickers and he gave Ricky the two stickers. And I got to find a picture because we have a picture where we took uh, with the stickers on or whatever with, with Donnie and them. I know he has it. Uh, that doesn't make me a bad friend. It's just that I got 8 billion pictures stored up in this, this cell phone. But uh, so he <laughs> he um, he gave me the stickers. And then ever since then. We've been cool. Like we've been, we've been close. We've been talking. We've been communicating. You know, like he he's into music like I am. He's put me in, put me onto country music. Like, like we just been super close. And all it took was a 49er football game. That's all it took. All it took was a football game. And obviously the win, because I wonder if we would have lost if we were to stay close and the, from his personality, I, I definitely agree. Me, on the other hand, I was, I was, I would have been pretty upset. I would have been pretty upset. It would, you know, I was all the way in California. You know, I'd have been pretty upset. Um, and it was cold at Candlestick Park. That's why I said, "Yo, California be chilly, man. Don't let the don't let the Cali name fool you. It it be cold up north, but down south, I'm sure it be it's a little warmer. But up north, it be it be cold, cold. So uh, that's how we met. And um, like I said, ever since that day, we just been supporting one another, man. He's doing so much you know, out there, he's starting his own stuff, you know, within the community. He's, he, he's just a really, really, really great guy. And I can't wait when he comes on to see what it is he's going to bring to the table. But talking to you, I really want to know how we plan, you know, how, how well we plan to do today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm confident. Can you be both? A good question not sure i know i can i can separate my brain cells or whatever whatever to be both because i could be sitting here nervous but in the back of my mind you know in the back i'm like yo we gonna we gonna rock this out you know we gonna rock this out so as you can uh you know i'm rocking my nick bosa jersey today so those that can see me can see the 97 because i'm expecting a pretty big game for nick bosa because that's after going through their offensive line you know and they're tight ends and they're makeshifting and all that type of stuff. I think this fellow is going to have a pretty, 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 big, 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 big. No, he's going to have a decent game. He's going to have a really solid game. And I'm, I'm really excited. And for the defensive line, just them being back and healthy, that lets me know that the 49ers are coming to play football, man. And it's giving me no worries at all. No worries. No worries on that D-line. No, I'm not even worried about the secondary. And to this day, I still don't know who's starting opposite Richard Sherman. Do you know? Because I don't. I felt like they don't, they haven't told us yet. Now, when I do talk about the different positions and the different uh people on the in the positions, uh, these rosters aren't necessarily the game day rosters. These are the depth chart rosters. These are the roster people on the rosters who probably will be starting at their rosters. Good morning, Big Ken. How you doing, my brother? So when you see the when you see these pictures or whatever, or when you hear about their names and stuff like that, if you're listening to on the podcast, don't take it for granted because I don't know the starting rosters. We probably won't know the starting rosters till like noon Eastern time. All right. So just bear with us, but we're going to get through it. Listen, my brother Donnie is here. All right. He is going to be on, I, I say, in about two minutes. Well, no, less than two minutes. Uh, I see him out there. Give me the thumbs up when you're ready. I'll bring you in. 
and we're good to go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my brother, Mr. Donnie. How you doing, bro? What's going on, brother? Yes, the Revenge Tour has kicked off today. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We got it. We got it, baby. We got it. Listen, did you design that shirt? Yeah, man. I actually just made it kind of on a whim yesterday. This is like the prototype. I'm going to get it done at a more professional place. This is literally like just transferred. But um, the one I was talking about with you yesterday that I want to get done, I actually want to make it look like a tour shirt. So like on the back, have the schedule. You know what I mean? I, I got you. So. I got you. I got you. That's going to be dope. Now, listen, people want to talk food, man. So that's what we up here. We're going to talk some football. We're going to talk food. We're going to cheer this team on. We're going to get on up out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, the drink, give me a 49ers inspired Bay type of drink. What's something that you would create or come up with? Okay. So, um, we all know how this, uh, how America likes to front on history. They like to act like, uh, you know, George Washington didn't own slaves or uh, John Taylor wasn't one of the greatest to ever do it. But one of the things that bothers me is they act like Italian soda didn't come from San Francisco. Wait a minute. And that's wait, how we do it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't know that. So, so what? Yeah, a lot of people don't. Are we talking Foxen? So when I think of Italian soda, there's a brand out here that the the Italian places they serve, and it's always called Fox. It's Foxen soda. You know what I'm saying? So what is that the brand you're talking about? Or are you cre- you're creating your own? Like what's going on? Oh no, you got to make your own, man. It's it's uh so the easy way to do it is you can buy the syrup. I think Foxen makes you know the syrup too, but just get some Pellegrino. You know what I mean? And uh, uh-huh. on game day, if you're a 49er fan, it's got to be red. You know gotta be I mean? red, and then mix that up. It's gotta be Pellegrino too, um, and then throw like a. Li- this isn't even a lot, man. That's uh, just heavy whipping cream. You just throw a little bit on top. A lot of some people don't like to do that, but the history is actually, man, it's crazy. Um, San Francisco used to be like in the late 1800s and early 1900s, like 80 percent Italian. Um, so you ever like you ever heard of Chipino? Yes, yes. That's also a San Francisco thing invented by Italians in San Francisco, but not in Italy. Gotcha. So that was our thing. But on that too, um, my, actually my, my studio setup wasn't working. So it works out perfect. Cause I'm on my phone. Cause I could walk you guys over here real quick to this other one. That's perfect. Actually, I don't want to show you guys the food, but if you drink alcohol, which I don't uh-huh. do too much of, um, sometimes I will, but in California, um, shout out to all my Mexican homies. The Corona, right? You see yes. how? Uh, yes, sir. The lemon and the salt. Here's the little trick. Get you some uh, tapatio. You guys, do you guys have that up there on the on the East Coast? I've never heard of it. Is it hot sauce or something? Yeah, like, yeah, Mexican okay. hot sauce. Gotcha. And then you just you just Ooh, drop different. a few in there. That's different. Different. That's that's called a red Rona. Ah, Red Rona and the Red inspired by the San Francisco. You, you, I got you, baby. I got you. I love it. Yeah. So I'm going to head to the PK. That's called the package store up here in the East Coast. I'm going to grab me some Ronas. I got to find that. So it has to be that. Can't be red hot, guys. Can't be red hot. To all my East Coast people out there, it can't be red hot. It has to be, what is it called? Talatinos? Hey, you're going to send uh, me. My bad. What is uh, it? Tapatio. Tapatio. I was close. I made it Italian and it's Mexican. My bad. So we <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta try to find that at this at the grocery store because I'm gonna try that. I'm not a big drinker either. If it is, it's like a shot or something. I'm not really into beer, but I definitely will have a corona or a red rona and what you call that. I like that. So we have the Italian soda and then we have a red rona for those that like to drink. So you gave it to us two ways. That's what I'm talking and you, about. And you will see those Coronas at the game. Like at a tailgate, you'll definitely see those. That's why I brought that in the mix. It's crazy. Um, I don't think I've ever paid attention to like the Coronas or what people did to the Coronas. I, if I see a Corona bottle, I'm just thinking it's a Corona. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and it's, it's kind of a fight out here too. Like the Mexicans will school you on it. Like some of them hate Corona and they say Tecate or Tecate or how, you uh, know what I mean? Or yeah. it like it's, they all have their preferences. I don't really care. Um, like no diss, but they all kind of taste the same to me. The Mexican beers, which is good. 
I like them, but you know, you know, I um, got you, man. I got you. So now we got the drink out the way. All right. So let's go ahead and kick off some. Let's talk a little football. All right. So let's talk about our quarterbacks. All right. Let's talk about Kyler Murray versus, you know, the boy, the Mr. Jimmy G himself. All right. And, you know, talk about talk a little bit about what you know about these two guys. You know what I'm saying? Um. So can we like like when is the NFL going to stop fronting on Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, you know, I don't know if you remember, man, but um, Colin Kaepernick's last good, like real good season with the Niners when he took us to the NFC championship against the Seahawks, um, the NFL did, did, they did him the same. I remember he threw, and I know you remember this pass. He threw that pass in the end zone to Anquan Bolden, like on his toe, like yes, he sir. was jumping when he threw it and it was a dime. Right. Um, and I remember right after that pass, and there's a point leading into Jimmy Garoppolo on this, but uh, I remember right after that pass, uh, I don't remember who was commentating on it. It was like, wow, what a lucky throw. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Colin Kaepernick did that 20 times before that in the season. Oh, yeah. I'm like, how many times does this man have to get lucky before you start calling it good? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel I, like. Go ahead. No, I, um, I, I I get where you're going with it. Go ahead. I, I got you. I'm with you. And, yeah, and 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 there's. I mean, I've I've heard uh, some things about Jimmy Gar- uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just baffle me, man. I mean, if you look at his the beginning of his career and put him next to and compare him to say like Tom Brady or Joe Montana, he's above them at the beginning of their career right now. Okay. Last season, um, everybody was saying, oh, you know, he's not a top 10 quarterback. I highly disagree. He didn't throw for the most yards, but he also didn't need to. You know what I mean? We had a run game that they say was second overall in the NFL. I think I think we were the best personally. But um, when he needed to throw a 400-plus yard game, he did it. He got it done. Yeah. So is this the year we're going to – or the NFL is going to stop sleeping on Jimmy? Cause I'm not, man. I, I know you remember this before he, a year before he came to this, to, to the Niners, I texted my cousin. I put this on the gram too. I texted him. I said, and this was when Trubisky was coming in and my cousin was like, Oh, it'd be cool if we got him. And I'm like, man, forget all that. Mm-hmm. Let's get a second round. Let's trade a second round draft pick for Jimmy. And he's like, Oh yeah. And it happened a year later. That's crazy. I also said when that happened, I said, we will have a Super Bowl within three years. Okay. This is year number three. Yeah. The quest for the, the quest for six is over after this season. That's my I, prediction. I, I agree. I agree. And it's, Jimmy's and Jimmy's the catalyst to that. He's gonna lead him to the promised land, man. I totally agree with that. Yo, shout out to my boy, my man, Mr. Roy, man. Yo, Celtics forever. Celtics have advanced to the conference finals i just had to throw that tidbit in there because i have been going crazy for the past this whole series if you have known me i've been my been high i've been low it's been quiet in this house you know what i'm saying but when they won matter of fact it's been so quiet in the house all week when it came to Celtics basketball when they won i didn't even celebrate i'm just ready to move on let's go to miami <laughs> let's get it all right man so shout out to my man roy what's going on 49ers empire and here go niners listen if you are ready for this game smash that like button y'all because it's about to go down i know we got some time but it's going down today yo i love the drink love that man how do you feel and it's funny because you talked about the disrespect towards Jimmy G, but look at all the respect they give to Kyler Murray in his rookie season. Like, he did nothing wrong, and they went, like, what, 3-13? and 13? <laughs> So how do you feel Kyler Murray will fare in today's game? I, he's definitely a threat. I don't want to say that he's not, but how do you think he's going to stand up to this 49ers defense? Um, I honestly think our defense has gotten better since last year. Um, we are angry this year. Revenge tour. There, there is, we're, we're calling that for a reason. I think Kyler Murray's a a, a good quarterback. Um, it really all depends on how that O line stands up against to our front seven. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, um, as far as uh, to be honest, I haven't watched too much of Kyler Murray. I remember uh, last season, I was saying when we played the Cardinals, I'm like they're like one or two pieces away from being dangerous. And you remember how close that game was. Oh, yeah. So 
Um, I'm actually excited to see the Cardinals. I'm excited to see the whole NFC West, except for the Seahawks. They can kick rocks. But, um, you know. I feel, <laughs> it, it, no, it's funny because I feel the same way. The hatred, I, I was telling people before you came on how we met, and that like the hatred to the Seahawks is deep. You know, I don't hate the Rams, but I don't like them. I don't hate the Cardinals, but I don't like them. I absolutely, and I hate to use the word hate, but there is no love for the Seattle Seahawks. There's just none. I Like, I get it. We got Richard Sherman. I, I was glad because I knew how great he was in that system, and I knew he would come here and continue to be successful. But I, there's no, the whole organization can't stand him. There's nothing you can say about the Seattle Seahawks that I would, that would make me like him. I don't care if Kyle Shanahan got traded to coach the Seahawks. I wouldn't like him as much as I love Kyle. There's nothing about the Seattle organization that I like, man. From the way they just look to the way they, they do things, I just can't stand them. Look, all right, let's move on to your entree, all right? Let's get to this or whatever the dishes is that you create. Then we're going to talk about some more positions, all right? So. Yeah, you got it. What did you do for the faithful? Like, what did you do for the fans for the entree? Well, I told you before we got on, Don't I went tell- playoff because because I because I, I knew I was coming on the show, right? So I I, I got the playoff food out, right? So <laughs> you guys got your little blue crab over there, and that's cool, whatever. All right, wow. out here we got the dungeoness. Wait a okay. minute. So you 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 hating on the on the blue crab, the soft shell crabs, and the crab? Oh no. No, no, I love that stuff. So here's I'm the just saying this is what we got. You and you're absolutely right. Here's a funny story, really quickly, because you on to something. So when I first came out there, when I first met you, you know, that's when I met my wife's mom. And I, I was saying I would love crab legs, right? And she bought those crabs. Now I ate them, but it was a lot mm-hmm. more work than crab legs. Like, <laughs> like you know, because I'm not used to the to, to your style of the crabs. I, I hate talking about crabs. It doesn't sound right. But eating those type of crabs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just wasn't used to it. So I'm like, what? These aren't crab legs. These are smaller legs and big crab bodies. But they were good. She knew how to cook them. So go ahead. Back to your story, man. But did did you have a, a, a crab sandwich while you were out here? That's another thing San Francisco's I, famous for. No, I did not have a crab sandwich. I, I know nothing about that. All right. I'm going to take care of you then because today I got that as well. So check <laughs> this. We got – hold on. So I got – you know, you make your own little tartar sauce, right? Um, and then right here, so kind of same concept as crab cakes, right? Let me see if you got that. Boom. Got you. Oh, that looks so, they look good. Fry those up, right? And what would San Francisco food be though without the sourdough, right? So this is what you do, man. You you get it, and I haven't done it yet. We gotta wait till the game starts. But you toast one side with some butter and garlic of the bread. The Maybe. bottom is where you put the tartar sauce and then you take that fried crab cake patty or whatever and you put that in between it it is banging man my wife is watching i'm about to tell her to book some plane tickets so we can get the the, the red eye early day out there i just want to eat i, I don't care but i, I want to eat whatever you got prepping over there wow oh bro if 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 so many people weren't watching i'd give you a tour of the room you guys are staying in we got space for you don't even trip love it man we told them we've been family since day Quick. one Straight up. Hey, quick question though for you. Do yeah. you have any uh like game day superstitions or anything like things that gotta be? So that's funny, yo, because I do. So everybody likes when I come out, they like my energy and things like that. But I can't watch games in places. I I don't I, I need to watch it at home in front of my 70-inch TV, and I don't even sorry, baby, like they could be somewhere else in the house watching the game too. But I just because I if I don't do that, I feel like the 49ers don't get my juju and they need all this juju. They like they they need they need it all. So yeah, yep. that, that would probably be my superstition. As far as like wearing clothes or things like that, do I wear the same thing? Nah, I switch it up. Um, I don't have a, a hat that I wear, like or whatever, like that. I just switch it up, but I gotta be home in front of that TV. I can't miss a game. That that Saints yeah. game last year. It was that way because of me. I should have been home in front of the TV. Where was I? I was out doing something for the children at the library, trying to watch it on the phone. And look, we went toe to toe to the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got to be home. This year is going to be different. Yeah. I blame yeah. you. Well, yeah. Hey, you got uh, you guys got a lot of. I mean, I have East Coast roots, so I know you guys got a lot of Italians out there. I'm not really superstitious about anything mm-hmm. until it comes to my Niners. Now. Anybody, if you got Italians watching, they know about uh, the Malocchio, 
right? Have you ever heard of that, the evil eye? Nah, nah. So, I, I know evil eye, but I didn't know what it was called. Italians believe that somebody can mess up your whole year by giving you a dirty look, right? Gotcha. Um, that's why if you ever see like a, an Italian wearing a gold horn on a necklace or the little symbol that looks like that, those are things to ward away the evil eye, right? So when, especially when we're having a winning season, I have a lot of crazy superstitions. Nobody in my house that is a fan of the Niners can say, what if we, you know, L word, I'll kick them out the room. And uh, another thing was I noticed that, you know, sometimes we got Raider fans out here. They'll give me a dirty look when they see I'm a Niner fan. And if we lose the game, I start thinking about it. So my girl, she's kind of getting into it with me. And this is what she did, man. This is in our kitchen. I didn't set this up for today or nothing. But if you look, it is the Niners logo uh-huh. with, with oh. the, uh, you I, I, know what I mean? Around it. I like that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, man. Busy. And the other one. Is is uh I always I don't know what it is, but another drink thing, I always gotta have code red on game day. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I, I, I stopped drinking Mountain Dew ever since you know that superstition came out about it does something to your you know the guy's stuff. I don't know if you ever heard that. So I don't drink Mountain Dew, I don't drink soda particularly. I will try the right. real the Italian soda because that's real and you make it. Um and I would do that, but when it comes to like store-bought stuff, it's just too much sugar in it for me. Uh, my man says, yo, that shirt that you got on is fire. So you're definitely going to have to let people know how to get those shirts because I know you're in the process of making those joints, man. So shout out to my man, A. Girardi21. Woo! I love it, man. Shout out. Thanks for tuning in. But yeah, that shirt is fire, Hopefully, man. Uh, Hopefully the clothing line will be done by uh, November, end of November, ready for Christmas. Mm-hmm. These will be in there. And I got some uh, anti-Seahawks shirts, no-fly zone shirts coming. So love um, it, love it. Those love will be ready, love but it. I will definitely keep you you posted. That way, you know you can let everybody know. They can you know hit me up on Facebook, just my name, whatever. Absolutely, we'll get it busy. Absolutely, let's break down these running backs. All right, so Kenyon Drake last game, well the last two games, you know the last game he didn't have a a, a good game. I would say he had an okay game. The first game he had though, this cat had like uh four catches for like. 50-something yards, and rush, he rushed for like 130-something yards and a couple of touchdowns or whatnot. Uh, game two, though, they were able to kind of subside him and stop him a little bit. Raheem Mostert, on the other hand, his stats aren't great in both games. I mean, first game was negative yards. The second game was maybe like four or five yards. With Raheem Mostert taking the helm, who do you got, who you got winning this battle, man? Kenyon Drake versus Raheem Mostert. Um, well, I mean, come on, man. I like I agree a hundred percent. I gotta go with my man Mostert. Yes, sir. I personally think that uh I think the Niners paid him prematurely. Um, I thought it was a little bit crazy that after one great game, he asked for more money. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But uh I'm gonna go with him today. Um yeah, I gotta go with Raheem. Because I mean he's he's he wants to prove it. He he's gotta prove that that wasn't a fluke now. You know okay. what I mean? Against against Green Bay. And I think he wants to. And I think he wants the Super Bowl just as bad as the rest of the team. So, Oh, man. I like this comment. He says, Drake, just based off the fact that the Niners seem to have more running back weapons. So because that because of more options on the 49ers side, it might get spread around through running backs, whereas the bell cow for the Cardinals is Drake. And I forgot who their Chase Hill or something. I forgot who their their backup is or somebody. I can't. Re- I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But my point is. That's his reasoning for it. And that's a good reasoning. Uh, Debbie says she sent you a Facebook request. Please accept her request. This is Miss Deb. If you don't know who Miss Deb is, you need to get to know. When you want to talk about Faithful, this lady gets it in, bro. Gets it in. So make sure you try to follow because she's probably going to want to support you on your on your uh, clothing line. Um, Yeah. So talking about Drake, Drake came in brand new, had a hell of a game. When he wasn't brand new, had a, you know, the 49ers seemed to be able to run. And be able to stop him on the run. So I, you know, I could see the 49ers taking away the run game. This is, you know, they, they got rid of, well, they, they got, they traded DeForest Buckner and they drafted a monster at the run stuff game. Right. And a lot of people don't want to talk about him because it appears that he had a bad camp. Like, like, like his camp wasn't super positive. I don't want to say it was, it wasn't productive 
or it was bad. It just wasn't, you didn't hear a lot of positive things about Ken Law other than the fact he's huge, he's a monster and all those types of things. Listen, this is why they brought him in here. They brought him in here to stuff the run. So that way those linebackers can get, you know, be on their levels where they need to be. So I'm not really considered worried about the run game when it comes to stopping on the defensive side. We just can't let Drake get hot because when you let Drake get hot, it allows Kyler Murray to do other things. And that's what we really want to keep him contained. Um, you did say that they paid uh, Mostert a lot of money. They didn't. Mostert wasn't asking for a lot of money. Mostert wanted guaranteed money. So I'm not sure if, if you if you knew that. He wanted the money that he was getting paid. He wanted that to be guaranteed because he was pulling in a lot of the work, right? So even though him and Coleman were sharing, like, the touches or whatnot, Coleman's money was guaranteed and Mostert's wasn't. And, yeah, the contract he signed pr prior to that was what it was for the three million or whatever. He just wanted that money guaranteed. So that way, just in case there wasn't a season, he could support his family. So that's, I wasn't knocking him for that. It wasn't like he was like, yo, I need $12 million a year or whatnot. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just, can we guarantee me some of this, this dough? Because there might not be a season. There might be a season that I'm going to perform for you. You know what I'm saying? Either way. And that's kind of how they aired that out there on the air, man. So, you know, what's crazy. I didn't even think of that. That, and you're 100% right about that. There wasn't a guarantee on the season. And, uh, you know, I knew – I kind of knew the the outline of what the deal was about. Um, but now that you put that into perspective, that's – I would have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Just, you know, you go to work and you be like, yeah, man, I need some security. You know what I'm saying? I Like, yo, I'm out here doing this and my life on the line. Yo, can you guarantee me this? Because I got a family. I got two kids – you know what I'm saying? Like guarantee. And that's kind of how it went down. And I'm glad they were able to square that out because I absolutely think he's going to have a ball out year, whether he starts or whether he comes in and changes the pace of the back. I still prefer Coleman starting. That's just my preference. Uh, just because it's, it's what people, you know, it's what the teams want and you want him with the speed to be able to close out the games, right? You want Mostert to be Full, refreshed, ready to go just to close out games. So when defenses get tired, he's gassing you for 20 yards for a run. Like that, that's what I love about the 49ers running back game. Let's get to another position. All right, real quick. Uh, this is not really a big battle, so we're not gonna do that because George Kittle is gonna probably do his thing. Let's talk about the wide receiver groups now on paper. The Cardinals got Christian Kirk at their slot. They got Fitzgerald and my, my boy, Nuke himself, who was traded to the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not sure if this is who's starting today, but this is who I think should start today. We got Kendrick Bourne because Debo Samuel was out uh, uh, on injured reserve. Brandon Ayuk, I heard, is back. He's ready to go. Many people think he won't be starting. They have Dante Pettis right there starting. And then our guy, Trent Taylor, who we haven't seen in a couple of seasons, lined up in the slot. This is based off we go on three wide receiver sets. All right. How do you see these wide receivers doing in today's game? Man, you know what's crazy is uh, I was just talking about this the other day. When you're talking about guys like Pettis and Taylor, these are guys that are like out again, out to prove. I think these guys are hungry. I think they got some – I think, you know, and I don't want this to come off as like, uh, you know, a celebration of an injury because I love Debo, but – and I don't think they would look at it that way, but I think they're looking at that as an opportunity. And when you're playing hungry, you play different, you know. And as far as Brandon Ayuk, I'm just excited to see him. I remember – I think you and I talked a little bit after he got drafted – well, you know, and some one of the things about you know 49ers fans is for uh, 49ers fans, we have the best fans in the world and the and the worst fans in the world at the same time. <laughs> Boom! Well, you I'll tell you, I told you at the beginning of the show, he wasn't even on. I said that. I'm telling you, you're right, bro. It's either all great or all low. Man, it's yeah, crazy. it's 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 you know, it's crazy that you know some of these people that call themselves faithful. And I got a theory about this. You know, when the Bay Area started getting all like technological and all these tech companies started moving in a bunch of guys that don't know anything about football started calling themselves 49ers fans and they became the loudest ones. Um, unlike the rest of us who have been in it since day one through thick and thin, we stick by our team. Now, when this draft happened, when this draft happened, I was looking at the comments. I had to leave all my, my 49er fan pages. I think you're the only one I got left is nothing but Niners. 
Um, <laughs> because I couldn't stand what people were saying, like, oh, I can't believe we did that and do this. I'm like, like you know better than, than, than Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Yeah. When they drafted IU, I jumped off my couch, stuff went flying, a glass broke. I was so happy. I cannot wait to see him play. Yeah. Um that dude they, is quick. Yo, he he's quick. He has a catch radius like none other. I think people were unfamiliar with Brandon IU, and I think they were more upset, not at the pick. I think they were a little distraught the fact that we traded back into the first round with limited draft picks. Remember, we didn't have a lot of draft picks because we made some trades. And we traded mm -hmm. back into the first round to get him. And I think they just didn't understand who he was, what he was, or what or whatnot. Yo, this, whoever this guy is, I'm about to follow you. You are on it. I swear you're in my head. This, this got to be one of your boys because he's in my head. He has the wingspan the same as Megatron. When you watch him reach up, and, and and extend it's ridiculous so how does that fear for jimmy garoppolo well that means that jimmy's ball jimmy's passes i have to I have to really make sure i say what i'm trying to say right because people that are listening they be hitting me up and i don't want comments to say you didn't say pause because jimmy's throws or his passes could just have a little bit more range they don't not that doesn't mean they don't have to be accurate they still need to be accurate, but this guy can go up and extend and catch a play. That's something that helped make Matt Stafford great or, well, deemed great. Because when he had a Megatron, it looked like he didn't throw a bad pass unless it was all the way away from the wide receiver. If it was in Megatron's radius, Matt, Matty, Matt Stafford was like, oh, he's a great quarterback. Megatron's also like Hall of Fame wide receiver. I'm, I'm thinking... I'm thinking that way with, with this guy. We just got to hope that his hamstring is good. He's good to go, man. He's He is suiting up for today's game. So that's a great – that's a plus. And he's – I don't know if they're going to sprinkle him in. I have him starting. I'm hoping he starts because I want to put fear into this – uh to the Arizona Cardinals. I want their DBs, who we're going to talk about next, I want their DBs to, like, be like, yo, we got to deal with this kid because I don't think they have a – who are you going to put on him? Patrick Peterson? His his Him? He – oh, who, who are you going to put on him? Patrick Peterson, that's what I'm asking, because if he can get by Patrick Peterson with speed and jump radius, that's a that's a big. And then and Drake, what's his name? Kirk Patrick. Come on, man. I'm not worried about those guys when it comes to do comes to getting the ball down the field. I just can't wait to see how it talks and spins out. All right. Let's get back to some food, man. What else you got for us? Oh, OK. Yeah, my bad. Let me let me uh, take you yeah. over there real quick. I don't, we don't I, do. OK. So I kept it real simple, like tailgate style on this one. When you're talking like dessert. You know, we got, I mean, I'm going to preface it with, we got all the other stuff, the basic stuff, the dips, all that. I made guac. We're doing all that. But you said dessert, and I, I kept it real simple. So I'm going to go over here real quick. Boom. And another thing people might not know about uh, San Francisco that belongs to us is mug root beer, right? I, I did not know that. Oh, man, I'm being schooled today. Now, now I know all about simple. the to the telephone. I know all about that. I know all about just that's just hit it with the root beer float because that's an easy tailgate dessert right there. Now let me ask you: Is Telemook your preference, or like is that is that your preference? Because I was put on the Telemook um, cheese first by my wife. Like she, her family's from Oregon, and the first time I had some of their cheese, I was just like, "What the? This is this." This cheese is good, right? And then I tried the ice cream, and I'm like, oh, man, they did it, man. They did it. Look, my wife was putting telephone ice cream. Like, we know about that. So is that a preference for you? Is that just something you saw on sale and decided to just cop? No, it's one of my uh, it's one of my preferences. To be honest, like, I don't ever really get ice cream. I like to eat gelato. I'm Italian, man. So, Boom. You know I mean? I'm a wop. <laughs> you know Boom. what I mean? Nah, say no more. Say no more. Tell a mook. Look, she's telling me how to pronounce it. No doubt. M-O-O-K. I got you, mook. I get it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, Yeah, man. Speaking of gelato, yo, I still to this day don't remember having gelato at my wedding. We had a gelato bar, right? But we were so all over the place and people were pulling us from side to side. I Actually, I did have some. They had this apple gelato and I do remember it. But, man, I wish I could go back to my wedding and just have gelato. Nothing else. The food was amazing, though, by the way. But the gelato bar, I I, I didn't I missed out on. We missed out on that, baby. We missed out on the gelato bar. 
Well, you, you're going to be at my wedding, so you'll have plenty of that. Don't even worry about it. And this time, you'll get to enjoy it. Right. Couples never get to enjoy their own wedding, man. Right. Because no, all they got to they're greeting people. They're playing host the whole time. Yeah, man. It was like, can y'all stop talking to me so we can enjoy, you know, shout out to my uh, wedding planner, though. She definitely had our time. We was able to eat. We were able to have a good time. But when it came to the ice, to the gelato, I was like, dang, I missed out. I do remember taking a spoonful, putting it down, and that was it. That that was the only time. Look, my wife is putting us the, the side faces on. But we will be there at your wedding, no doubt. Uh, having a good time celebrating you two guys, man. Man, the food is on point. All right, so let's just do a rewind. All right, so we started off with the Italian soda, right? And it has to be Pellegrino when you're making it mm -hmm. yourself. You can't just, if you're going to buy store-bought, whatever, try to get the Fox in. But if not, uh, Pellegrino. And then was there a specific syrup that you used? Because I know you said it was red. There was a red syrup you yeah. So today, just because it's quick, I used Tarani. But, uh, but it's... I, you know what? I'll tell anybody, make your own syrup. All you got to do is I like, like that. say raspberries, boil them up mm -hmm. and ma make like a reduction out of it. And then filter that out, get all the seeds and the skins and all that, just the juice. And then equal parts of sugar and water boiled. So you make a simple syrup, mix them together. You Ooh. got, and you got a syrup. Man, you, you be chefing, chefing. You got to put these recipes together and, you know, stamp your approval on them so that people can go out there and, and pay you to have these recipes if they're not tuning in live or watching the replay of this show because that's dope. You just taught people how to make simple syrup and their own syrup for their own, you know, Italian soda. That's dope. And then you hit it I up. I got to give full credit to my Nana, though. She's the one that taught me all this. Diehard nice. 49er fan. Sweetest let's, lady in the world. Let's go! But but on Sundays, that sweet lady, you will hear the worst cuss words. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She's yelling at the TV. Oh, yeah. People are like, who is that? I'm like, that's my nana. She's like, no way. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, feel, I feel like for Sundays, when it comes to football season, everybody should just get a pass when it comes to just being, you know, reckless and whatever. Because that's what football makes us do, right? We all have, at some point, have had ties to playing football, people that play football. Like, we just are all always all in it. And so people don't realize that football fans are watching other players live out their dreams. That's why we're so into it, probably more than any other sport. You're actually, like, when when – you know, Jimmy Garoppolo makes a pass, even though I didn't play quarterback. I feel like that was my quarterback from high school throwing that pass and I'm going out there blocking for him. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make sure he's good. That's how I feel when I watch a 49ers football game. And that is what I'm talking about, man. Listen, you are getting some cool shout outs, yo. Look, way to go, Donnie. Being in teaching mode. Love it. That's from Miss Debbie. I'm telling you, schooling everybody, yo. You're doing a great Debbie, job. Debbie, I'm man. coming. I'm going to be following you, so get ready. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look, my man A. Girardi says, yo, you making me hungry. Yo, that's what Sunday shows. That's what this show is going to be all about, man. You're going to get an hour of food entanglements. Yeah, I said it. That's what it's going to go down, man. Um, let's go ahead and close out this show a little bit. All right. So we, we talked about your uh, your drink. You gave it to us on the, the non-alcoholic side. And you got the Corona with the lemon, with the salt going around it, mixed with the, the Mexican hot sauce. I can't remember the name. So you're going to type it out and make sure we have it. All right. And then you hit us with the crabs. So you took us on a crab journey. You had the Dungeness crabs. And then you made crab sandwiches. But you made little crab cakes, and then you're going to have them on a sourdough bun. Ah. Baby, I need some sourdough bun. All right, so we're going to do mm -hmm. that. And then for and then for the dessert, you made root beer floats, right? That's what that was? Mm -hmm. Yeah, with yeah. the Talamu ice cream and then the soda. All right, man, that's pretty good. Pretty awesome. Way to stick to the script. I really love it. I like how you put your own twist and pizzazz on things. All right, man, look, I want to talk about. You know, we got we went quarterbacks, we went running backs, we went wide receivers. Um, let's just talk about the secondary. All right. Let's talk about the secondary. Now, they have this guy named Buda Baker. I feel like Buda Baker to me is their best player in the secondary. Out of the people that I put on our secondary side, who do you feel is the best player in our secondary? Oh man. Sherm. Yeah. Like yeah. by far. I mean, it's Sherm, like, even if you know, he, he gets older, he slows down like a notch. Talk about but it. Let's, I mean, this dude is the reason our defense, I mean, there's the reason he's the captain, okay? There's a reason we brought him in. Talk I'm going to say something, okay? 
back when he did that whole uh, Michael Crabtree thing with, with Seattle, I got a lot of flack because I loved Richard Sherman then. I was like, and you know what? And I used to tell people, I'm like, that's He's just in the wrong uniform. Yeah, that's how I know we really. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And uh, people were like, oh, man, you know, so when the word came that he was coming, you know, people kind of started changing their tone. But like, oh, I don't want him. I can't stand him. He allowed the fewest receptions in the league last year. Mm-hmm. If I'm right. No, I'm pretty sure it was like that for most of the season. Yo, he was ranked top, definitely top five. I want to say he was one or two. I think Stefan Gilmore was number one on PFF, and I think he was number two on PFF. Richard Sherman is up there, slow and all. He's still up there. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what people would throw at you, they would say, well, they don't throw to his side. Um, But when they do, he gets burnt. Um, You know, it's going to happen when you put a guy on Richard Sherman because all a person has to do is make a cut move. We saw that happen in the game against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Who was it? It was their rookie, uh, Andy Isabella. I believe caught a pass. He was covered in the zone by um by Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders decided to go for the interception, missed the interception. He catches the ball. Richard Sherman is coming over. Isabella put the stop and go breaks on. Richard Sherman was kept going that way. And then boom, he cuts it back for an 81-yard touchdown. That kind of happens. Like it, it just happens. Um, especially when that's not your guy and you're running into on the play. You know, it's not like he was covering him man to man or even playing in that zone. The guy was coming back across that side of the field. I think that's going to happen to Sherman, but I don't think there's. I still think as long as Richard Sherman plays, they won't test him much. The only time you're going to see people test Richard Sherman is with a well-skilled guy, someone like maybe like a Devontae Adams, who's still coming up, you know, up in the game, who did put the skates on Sherman once, happened once, happened once in that game, and then what happened the next time? Interception. That. That's what you're talking about, Richard Sherman. And I just want to point this out there because you made something very clear. You said at that moment is when you knew you that was your guy, right? I feel the same way. I I felt the same way. And I just want to put this out there. Crabtree started that. Crabtree was talking mad smack to Richard Sherman. And I never liked him anyway. (laughs) A lot of people did. I got you. Yeah. And, and what happened was, and this is not because Richard Sherman is a 49. I'm just putting this out there. For, Richard Sherman went out on the field and backed it up and then came at him. Right. And that's what yeah. happens. That's what Richard Sherman does. All right. So I agree. Yo, uh, you, when you think about Richard Sherman, like who is he going to cover? And we were talking about this on the nothing but Niners show. Like, who is he like now? We do have a new defense uh, 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 DB's coach. Right. And this DB's coach likes to play man. Press, press, man. Now, I still think Sherman has the strength and likes to jam wide receivers. I'm hoping he shadows Hopkins all game long, which means if you have Hopkins on your fantasy team, I don't think he's going to have a great game, depending on how the 49ers play defense. Um, because if he's shadowed by Sherman, I don't see Hopkins being the guy that can be like, you know, he's a good route runner. But he's not a speedy, a speedy guy. He's a good catcher. He makes sure he makes plays. He can catch over the top. He can do all those type of things. Um, so I'm I'm liking that matchup. It's the Fitzgerald guy I'm worried about. It's who? How do we stop Larry Fitzgerald, the 49er killer, the guy who's been in a Cardinals uniform since 2000? What three, four? He's been there yeah. for a long time. That's the yep. guy we got to figure out how to stop because just when you least expect it, he'll go out there, sneak attack you, and hit you with a with, catch a cross route across the middle of the field and take it to the house. So KY Williams is going to have his uh, have some. Have I was about way. to say, yeah, I was about to say that ahead, too. Talk, um, talk about it. I, I want to go ahead and gloss this over though, real quick. When I say that Richard Sherman slowed down, I mean he slowed down for Richard Sherman. He is still smoking. 80% of the league. Nice. I mean, and 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 the, the thing that I love about Richard Sherman is he doesn't need to be as fast as you. He gets in your head. And that's what I've always loved about him. And he I, th- he has this thing down to a science. He will figure it out. If you if if you're if you're leaving him in the dust, he's going to figure out a way to fix that when you least expect it. That's what I love about Richard Sherman. He is it, it's more than just the the physicality he gets in to that deep brain aspect of the game. I agree. And that's why he's a leader. I agree. He he is 100% cerebral. 
I would say 90% physical, right? But his it's the cerebral part. And this is why he finds ways to stay healthy. I know he's been battling with the injuries and stuff like that. But you know what? That happens in football. But this guy, he figures out. It's not only that. Here's what he does. He, he's getting into the quarterback's head. He's telling the quarterback, I know what you're going to do. This is why Kaepernick struggled. So against Richard Sherman, I know what you're going to do. I dare you to do it. And if you do it, this is what I'm going to do to you if you do it. And that's what Richard Sherman does. This is why they won't throw to his side. So I'm just, I just wanted which, to put that out there. Which makes them scared to do it. Exactly. And when you get in a quarterback's head, that can mess the whole game up. Exactly. Now, now you're, you're, and I've seen him do it. Yeah, you're going to get some guys that just feel like, you know what, I, I could beat Sherman. It's a chess match, like you're Aaron Rodgers. I expect that from a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Why? He's a legend, too. Like, I expect legends mm -hmm. to test legends, but you probably won't see a younger guy or inexperienced quarterback test Richard Sherman. And that's what helps keep his numbers low because he's that smart. Think about it, man. You got guys throwing on Jalen Ramsey, and he's probably a, he's a lockdown corner, but you have guys throwing on him because they're starting to understand his tendencies and how to play. Now, if he gets better at hiding those tendencies, obviously they won't throw to him. There's probably been only one lockdown cornerback the whole time of my lifetime of ever watching football, and that would I would say it was Deion Sanders. And it wasn't because he was physical. He was cerebral. He was fast, and he wouldn't tackle. So we all know that, right? But he knew that the, quarter, he, the quarterbacks would not throw to him because if they were slightly off, he had the speed to make up for their offness, catch the ball, and take it to the house. We've seen him shut down just about everybody. Like, even Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice wouldn't shake his hand when he was a Falcon mm -hmm. because he was getting in Rice's tail. Like, you get what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. So we that so that guy. And maybe Darrell Reavers, he was locked down for a little while. But um, I definitely like Sherman, man, and I'm glad he's a 49er. And I know people want – let me ask you this really question because we talked about this on Nothing But Niners, and then we're going to get up out of here. And I truly appreciate you for being on the show today. Um, I know it's oh, early. God. God, you probably watched the sun come up out there in Cali, man. Let me ask you this. The 49ers were, are, were you, rumor has it that the 49ers have been in some type of contract talks with Richard Sherman. Do you think he would sign like a, a two, a two year or a three year deal, like two with a one year option just to finish out his career in Richard, uh, in San Francisco? Or do you think he's going to go elsewhere? His wife already granted him that he could play three more years. So he has three more years left. All right, he's 32 years old. Do you feel like he'll be a 49er for the rest of his career? I do, um, and here's why. Um, a lot of people last year after we – we're not going to talk about the Super Bowl because you know I got my opinions about that. But uh, <laughs> um, after the Super Bowl, a lot of people, you know, were saying, you know, like, oh, you know, that window's closing, San Francisco. It ain't closing for us anytime soon. We have a young team, and as long as we got Shanahan and Lynch, we are a problem yep. for the NFL. And Parag Yep. And Parag and, and NFL, working out those numbers, yep. Exactly. And you know what? The NFL hates us. We know that. We absolutely know that. Um, but Richard Sherman um, – people don't understand. Richard Sherman didn't hate the team or, you know, the 49ers. He hated the, the roster. Mm -hmm. back in the day because they, you know, they rallied behind uh, Crabtree. Um, and that's what you got to do. You got to have that rivalry. But he loves being in San Francisco. People forget that he went to Stanford. Boom. He's a, you know, he's from Compton, but he is a, also a Bay Area boy. He came here for a reason. And he now hates Seattle. That was the hook that Shanahan got him with. He goes, what can you guys offer me that nobody else can? He goes, we get to play Seattle twice a year. He goes, done. Yeah. Rumor has it that was the conversation. That was the conversation. So, um, and uh, the I, I mean, I don't know if if anybody else has noticed this, but man, we got a real cohesive team. I don't think anybody wants to go anywhere if they don't have to. Yeah, that's we can key. afford them. We're keeping them. That's key cohesiveness. So this 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 Super Bowl we're gonna win this year won't be our last in Richard Sherman's career. We I think we got maybe two in his career left, maybe three. Who knows? A three peak. I love the confidence in your talk. I love the confidence in your dialogue when you sit there and say, after we win the Super Bowl this year, we're going to win it again and again and again. Right. I, you know what? I can honestly see that the 49ers are 
They have put together the components of a dynasty, right? We saw it happen in New England. I'm not comparing us to New England, but if it can happen in New England and the 49ers get a mastermind, that's what they're calling Kyle Shanahan, right? A mastermind, not just, you know, understanding defenses, but he's an offensive mastermind, which makes it even worse than what Bill Belichick was, who was a defensive mastermind where he had to hire an offensive guy to come in there and create some stuff. Uh, it's going to be a problem. My man, Cliff, this is my brother. He's a Giants fan, but he likes the 49ers. So don't ask me how. I, like, I don't know if it's because he, he he's my guy. He says Richard Sherman is getting long in the tooth. He benefits greatly now from that front four. Listen. Every all the cornerbacks benefit from the front four, Cliff. That, that's just how it is. When you have a good front four, typically cornerbacks are gonna play wet better because their backs are less turned to the ball, right? They have they don't they're not back there long, right? That's what you want. That's that's a benefit from for him. That doesn't de decline his play. I still think you know he's still that cerebral guy that quarterbacks would still probably try to not throw to because if they do i'm not saying it'll be a pick six but you can bottom bet your bottom dollar he's going to do what he got to do to either tip the pass intercept the pass or take it to the house uh here's and, he, and he's making our younger guys better and 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 he's sharpening their skill like their mindset on how to play the game and that's crazy listen my man mike says move them to strong safety a lot of people have been saying that do you, all right, because oh man, I, I love it. Do you think Richard Sherman will fare better at a strong safety or free safety? Now I know we got Jimmy Ward, you know what I'm saying, but I can see him up in the box. Jimmy Ward likes to tackle. I'm not saying Richard Sherman doesn't like to tackle. He does like physical contact, but I would rather put the younger guy in that strong safety and let Richard Sherman just freely freely roam that thing, that backfield, and dare you to throw the ball to his zone like that. That's how I look at it. So do you guys feel like he'd be better at strong safety or free safety? And we have seen, you know, legendary cornerbacks shift over to safety. One that comes to mind, my favorite, Mr. Charles Woodson. And then Rod Woodson. <laughs> Those are two that come to mind, the Woodson guys. So what do you think? Man, Charles Woodson was a beast. I, I, can't, I yeah. can't believe I forgot about him. Um, honestly, uh, I said free safety a couple times. Um, I don't think Richard Sherman is the type of guy that would ever give up on a position because he can't hack it no more. I don't think he's ever going to accept that. Yep. But uh, I agree with you. You know, let him, you know, give him that that free space on the field and he's going to figure out ways to trip up quarterbacks and receivers alike. So um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm happy with where he's at. I still believe he's got it, though. I believe he's going to have a great season. Um, I mean, and. I mean, we're talking we, – guys got to get past Nick Bosa. Uh, you know, we were talking about uh, Alexander earlier. I mean, we got a solid defense. I agree. I mean, everybody's going to play their part. Um, and, and, and Bosa. I mean, come on. We didn't, we didn't get into Bosa yet. Bosa is going to have <laughs> I did what You see it right here, babe. Look, I, look, I, I just want to let people know that we – our, our expectations for what the defense is going to bring is exactly what they are. It doesn't even need to be discussed. All right. When it comes to that front four, it's going to be, it's going to be legendary. I'm, I'm not concerned about the defense. I'm not even concerned about the secondary. I just think that the defense is going to help us win a lot of games. I really want to see what the offense does. I felt like the defense carried us last year. This is the year of the offense. And then years to come, you're going to just keep them. You're going to watch them keep replenishing. So that way it could just keep recycling over and over again, which does not close that Super Bowl window, which you were talking about. All right. So uh, listen, Donnie, I appreciate you, brother, man. Thank you so much for being on, man. I try not to go past that one hour mark, bro, um, just to keep it for podcast listening uh, viewers purposes. Uh, but we appreciate you. Thank you for all the inspired foods from the San Francisco Bay Area, man. I truly appreciate that, man. Listen, enjoy the game. You will be getting text messages from me later on, man. Love you. Can't wait to chat up with you, get up with you, all that stuff. We definitely going to be doing some studio work real soon, bro. I promise. Yes, sir. Um. Hey, it was an honor being on the show, especially for the first game of the season. You know I love you, man. You're my brother. Say say hi to the missus for me, too. Will do. Will um, do. And, yeah, we're going to chop it up, man. We'll do we'll do more stuff. Like I said, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. And, hey, everybody on here, thank you so much. All the shout-outs. Add me. Feel free to do whatever. Um, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, Niner man. gang. Niner gang. Bang, bang. We out, baby. Thank you, man, for tuning in, man. Yes, sir. Peace Any out. Any day.
All right, man. That was my brother, Donnie. Listen, he brought the smoke. He brought the smoke. He brought all the... I ain't going to do it like my man James Wisdom did it, but he brought the smoke. He brought... The... Yo, I... So... I'm in, I I think I'm going to have to stop by the store during the one o'clock games and try to see if I could find me some type of Dungeness crabs or whatever. Listen, Al, I want to point this out there because I truly appreciate you for keeping me up on what's going on since I'm live. And Al says that, that there's a certain guy out there getting a workout in the Santa Clara area. I'm going to leave it at that because I definitely want the nothing but Niners guys to break that news. But I definitely appreciate that, Al, for uh, for saying that. Thank you, Kazo. I appreciate you. Um, again, shout out to my brother, Donnie. Thank you to all those that have been liking it. Please make, your, make sure you're subscribed to the channel. If you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, please hit that like subscribe button the five stars the reviews all that good stuff make sure you go to shoot the breeze apparel get your you know your apparels and all that good stuff man i'm about to get up out of here because i i gotta go to church that's what it is that's what sundays do and then i'm gonna be ready to watch some football i love you guys man i truly appreciate you thank you for tuning in we out sizzling sundays baby peace